Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a podcast from WOR. For cancer treatment, most prefer effective, non-invasive, well-tolerated outpatient therapy. That's Dr. Lederman, the radio surgery pioneer's goal, too. Dr. Lederman is first in America, first in New York, first for you with body radio surgery. Dr. Lederman hits your cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. Dr. Lederman has decades of experience with primary and metastatic large or small cancers from head to toe. Cancer treatment with possibly a second chance for you, even if chemo, radiation, or surgery didn't work or isn't tolerated. Goals are your best results and quality of life. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit the cancer. He's New York's only Harvard-trained, triple-board-certified radiation oncologist. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES, to meet Dr. Lederman for a fresh second opinion. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Free booklet DVD, too. Super convenient. Broadway and 38th in Manhattan. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit your cancer. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES. Hats off to President Carter, cancer-free after radio surgery. Why would a president choose radio surgery? For the same reasons as you. Non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment that hits the cancer. When every hospital, every facility, every doctor thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Dr. Lederman, first with body radio surgery in America. Dr. Lederman hits the cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. That's radio surgery. We hit the cancer, brain, body, or prostate. Longest experience in America performing body radio surgery. Best wishes to President Carter. You too can have presidential cancer treatment at Radio Surgery New York, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Accepting most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid. For a free booklet DVD, call us, 212 Choices. Presidential cancer treatment for you. Meet Dr. Lederman. Call 212 Choices, 212 Choices. Welcome, everybody. It's the Radio Surgery Show with Dr. Gil Lederman, MD, New York's only Harvard-trained, triple-board-certified radiation oncologist who brings you the latest cancer treatment news, interviewing world-renowned cancer experts, delving to special cases, and, of course, answering your questions. I'm Rob Redstone, broadcasting from the WOR studios in the heart of New York City. And now, please welcome... Dr. Lederman. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Noah. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening every day. Every day we're on the radio. My name is Dr. Lederman, cancer doctor. And every day we're learning together, just like a medical student learns in medical school, case by case, one patient at a time. And that's what happens to a doctor. And after years and years and decades, it's called experience. If the doctor keeps his or her eyes open and brain open and learns every day, learns from each patient. And, of course, we learn from each patient 
And this show is a unique show. It's the only show of its kind in the world. So it's a unique show, only one show like this in the world where we examine patients. Every day I see patients, I take notes, I speak to the patients and the family and examine the patient and the records and the loved ones. And I can tell you about 90% of the time I can tell patients things about themselves that they never knew. They never, ever knew. That's why so many people, well, they say, I'll, I'll call Dr. Lederman, I'll tell him my story in a minute, and I'll give me the answer. Well, it doesn't work that way because, unfortunately, 90% of the time, the patient, even the patient, the patient, and the family and the loved ones don't know all the facts. And if they don't know all the facts, then they can't relay the information accurately. And even Dr. Lederman, with his 40 years of experience, can't give you an answer if it's based on faulty information. And I know it's not because you want to give faulty information, but often maybe the doctors that have taken care of you haven't provided all the information, or maybe it's not something that's in your usual armamentarium, let's say. Last night I saw a patient, a man with prostate cancer, and his son, his young son, and he's trying to figure out what's radiation and what's a photon. And, well, okay, I've been doing this for 40 years, so it's hard for someone to read a few articles online and to have 40 years of experience after even a few hours of reading. And he was asking about what's a photon. And I said, well, a photon could be something that comes out of a light bulb or a photon could be high energy that kills cancer. And he talked about different kinds of radiation and the power of radiation. And with a few questions, he understood that he said, he said, Dr. Lederman, I know I'm not, uh, this is not my thing. And that's, that's the point that for most patients and their loved ones, it's not their thing. And they have to find someone that they trust and communicate. And that's why we're on the radio every day to educate so that you learn more. So if God forbid you have a lump in the breast or the lung or the nose or the ear or the arm or the leg or the pancreas or the bladder, and you go to a super duper big hospital, you go to the emergency room and they'll say, a mass in the breast and next thing you know a doctor comes out of nowhere with a big stethoscope wrapped around their neck and a big white starched coat and say well you better remove the breast or the lung or the nose or the ear and if you think I'm making it up it's not being made up this is what I do every day and every day I see patients who are trying to learn about all the options and often they go to some very fine institutions and very famous institutions but they don't learn all the options it seems so often sad to say that often there's an agenda whether the surgeons are pushing for surgery or the chemo are pushing for chemo whatever well here we talk about all the options and we think we owe it to our patients i went to medical school to help people i did not go to medical school to sell radiation or a hospital or chemo or surgery or anything else I went to medical school to help people, to provide information and answers, and that's what we do every day. And you'll see, well, just listen for a few minutes, and you might be a regular listener listening every day to our shows, and we have shows on the radio every day, and you may be a first-time listener, but I can tell you that listeners save lives. I'm sure about that. Listeners pass on information. Listeners often hear someone, even at the grocery store or McDonald's, hear someone talking about cancer and they 
pat that person on the shoulder and say, hey, you may want to speak to Dr. Lederman before you do anything. That happens so often. And we're grateful to you, the listener, because you listen and learn, and you don't have to do that. There's a zillion other things to do in life and a zillion other radio stations, but we know that you're listening because it's a unique show, and you can learn and actually do something that's useful for yourself, and it may well listening may well save your life or your loved one or your spouse or your child or your parent or the neighbor or the person down the street that you barely know and that's what we're talking about every day on the radio so i'm going to jump right in and it's always great to have a paper and pencil handy because a paper and pencil allows you to take some notes and we'll tell you a lot of things you'll probably want to write down like our phone number and other interesting information which we'll provide in just a few minutes i'm talking about a man who comes to me he's uh 76 years old He's single, and he came with pain. He came with a high blood pressure, also with a big mass in his chest. And, well, had this big mass under his armpit in the right chest, and he had a CAT scan done by his primary doctor. And he came to me only with that, a mass in the arm, and he was concerned about what it was. He saw his primary doctor, and he had this huge mass that was growing fast, and strange mass, and it's a rare mass, and we see lots of rare conditions. So if you think you need to go to someone who's got an experience in common diseases, common cancers, yes, we do, and rare cancers, yes, we do. Well, he just came to us. He was seen by this other doctor. The other doctor did a CAT scan, and he had this large mass. The man had lost weight. He went from 246 to 230 pounds. And we thought it was just the diet, a diet. He was on medicine for high blood pressure and other issues like his prostate. And he had no family history other than a mother had lung cancer and kidney cancer. And, well, his social history, he was born in New York City, but he actually works in Alaska, and he came to us from Alaska for treatment. And when I talk about it, I often talk about people coming from around the world. This man came from Alaska. He heard about our special work, and he came to us, and I examined him. And he had a mass, well, it was 16 centimeters. Now, if you imagine me, I have big hands and big feet, and my big fist is eight centimeters. Well, this mass was more than 16 centimeters, a huge mass eating through the skin. The skin was red and raised and warm. It could have been an abscess. It could have been a huge abscess or cancer. And he came from Alaska. And like with every patient here, we take immediate action. And I recommended that we get two tests quickly. And one would be a needle biopsy, put a needle in this mass. So we like to try to minimize procedures. We don't try to maximize procedures. A lot of hospitals like to do big open surgeries to find something. Well, often we can find things with a tiny little needle or even less. And this man agreed to get a little needle biopsy of this mass and a PET scan. And we arranged it immediately. Remember, he came from Alaska for his evaluation here and immediately within hours we arranged this for him and we had a biopsy and a PET scan and yes it's a large cell lymphoma it's a huge lymphoma growing like crazy into the axilla and chest wall and ribs and muscles and even within a few days he had had a CAT scan if you remember in Alaska two weeks earlier 
and then came to us with that scan. And it's always great to come with your paperwork in hand. And he came to us with that paperwork, and we were able to compare the CAT scan from two weeks ago in Alaska to our PET-CT scan, which is a more sophisticated test and more comprehensive test and more informative test. And even within a short period of time, this cancer grew like crazy, and we took action to start his treatment immediately. Why? Because he has this terrible growing mass. It's growing like wildfire. And, of course, we're putting together a program for him so he can get the best possible treatment. And this is the work that we do every day for patients around the world, whether the person's from Alaska or China or Timbuktu. This is the work that we do every day. And, of course, most of our patients are from the New York area, but we see patients commonly from around the world who want better treatment and faster treatment and more comprehensive treatment with a philosophy of trying to avoid unnecessary deforming surgery, try to keep the body intact, and try to get the remission whenever possible. This is the work we do. And this man just came to us. We got all these tests done and started his treatment immediately. And most probably he'll have a very beautiful remission and most probably this cancer will go away. That's what I imagine. And then we'll report back to you as uh, the days and weeks and months and years go on for this man who comes to us with this massive cancer in the chest this lymphoma. And many people say, Dr. Lederman, do you treat lymphoma? Or do you treat primary cancers? Or do you treat metastatic cancers? Or do you treat brain tumors or kidney cancers or lung cancers? And the answer is yes. This is the work we do. This is our specialty. For more information, you can call us. And as I said, it's great to have a paper and pencil handy. Our office number is 212 choices. So you can call anytime you want, day or night, to get a package of information, a DVD. There's no cost. There's no obligation. We won't be putting in a mailing list. You won't get 50,000 letters from us. We won't be bugging you. You'll get a package of information and a DVD if you wish. 212 choices in digits. That number is 212-246-4237. 212-246-4237. If you have a medical issue, a medical question, we take care of people with cancers, suspected cancers, and even cancers that have been treated, and people just don't like their treatment. They don't like their surgery or their chemo or their radiation and want a fresh second opinion, a fresh start. Give us a call at 212-CHOICES. My name is Dr. Lederman. We'll be right back. Many people with cancer come to Dr. Lederman when surgery didn't help and toxic chemo stopped working. Many come in pain. Many people with cancer come to Dr. Lederman when their caregiver has no more care to offer. Dr. Lederman, bringing innovative cancer care for decades. When the next cancer drug is not as promised, when surgery was the failed pass, we may be able to offer you new cancer treatment options. We treat new and recurrent cancers, small or large, most anywhere in the body, even if prior chemo, radiation, or surgery didn't work. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices for a free booklet, DVD, 38th and Broadway, most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Harvard-trained, triple-board certified Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices for innovative cancer treatment. Best is to meet Dr. Lederman in person. Call 212 
212 Choices. 212 Choices. It's Dr. Lederman speaking with Jean about her breast cancers. They all suggested the same thing, that I needed to get the surgery and I needed to get radiation and chemotherapy. But she didn't want chemo and she didn't want surgery. Did anyone offer you those options? No. What did you think? I thought, well, that would be great if it works. Came to us learning that you could, if you wish, avoid the surgery, avoid the chemo. Exactly. And you chose that. You had standard radiation years ago on the left breast, and then you had our radiation on the right breast. And what was the difference? Well, I didn't have any burning. I had nothing. I couldn't believe it. I had a very good experience being here. Our treatment was working in the cancers now in remission. Mm-hmm. For more breast cancer information, call Dr. Lederman. Two and two choices. Two and two choices. Most insurance is accepted. 1384 Broadway. Call two and two choices for free breast cancer booklet DVD. Welcome back to the Radio Surgery Hour. This is Rob Redstone here with Dr. Gil Lederman at the WOR Studios in the heart of New York City. We're just a few steps from the Radio Surgery New York Cancer Treatment Center on Broadway and 38th Street. Dr. Lederman, the leading cancer expert, treats prostate cancer non-invasively. He was the first in New York with fractionated brain radiosurgery, and he's the first in America and in the Western Hemisphere with body radiosurgery. You can also call Dr. Lederman at 2-in-2 Choices for a free informative booklet and DVD. Hey, Dr. Lederman, we're back. We're back, and we're back with a special caller. We have Steve on the line. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How about yourself? I've been waiting months and months and months and months because I know you're one of the most faithful listeners to this show. I've been waiting months and months for you to be a caller on this show. Well, I finally, uh, well, I'm here. Okay, so I know you, and you know me, but the listeners don't know you. So I'd like you to kind of introduce yourself and say how we met and what happened to you. Well, I um, started out with an annual physical back in January of this year, January 9th to be exact. And um, I got back the results. My doctor called me and said, come on over to the office. I want to go over the whole physical. And everything I had was pretty much within range or considered very good for someone my age. What's Uh, your age? uh, 72. Okay. And and that, you know, I never dreamt when I was a kid I'd be this old. Well, we hope to be uh, 120. yeah, Yeah, there you go. But um, everything was fine, and uh, he went through all of the normal stuff and um, pointed out various things to me, what's in range and what's out of range and so forth. And I was really great. He said, until we got to the last page, and he said, this is a a troubling point. Um, He said, your PSA is 56. Now, wait a second, 56. But you're a diligent man, and you had had PSAs in the past, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, earlier this morning, I dug out some old correspondence from a previous doctor who has since retired, and I got out the PSA page, and my PSA in uh, July of 2014 was 3.7, and it is listed on the printout as in range. Okay. Usually, usually in America, PSA less than four is considered normal. But as you know, and listeners of this program know, that you can have cancer when your PSA is two, yeah, or three, and, or four. Yeah, and then I I noticed a, another 
um, PSA number from um, a physical several years after 2014, and it had jumped to 4.1. And I was and was that 4.1? Excuse me, was that 4.1 on that paper you had? Did that show it was in range or out of range? That that one I don't I can't remember. I just remember that I couldn't find it, okay. but I remember him saying at the time that well. You know, we'll just keep a watch on it. So he kind of thought something was fishy with it, right? It could it could have ha- could have been. Well, because he, wait, if it was normal, he wouldn't say, "Well, keep a watch on it." You don't keep a watch on a pot that's not boiling. You don't. You keep a right. watch on something that you're worried about, right? Yeah, but you know, at the time, it didn't. You know, wasn't seem to be too alarming. You know, over a okay. course of a couple of years, from three point seven to four point, you know, four point one. You know, you know. I guess I wouldn't have any reason to be alive. Did you? Okay, so just one point there. Would you was a, was a PSA more than four something that was in your mind as as important, or was it really something that stuck in your mind? Not really, because there was the doctor said so it was okay. He, yeah, he said yeah. There's no reason to be alarmed. I guess okay. You know. All right. You know, but as you get older, I guess it's one of those things that you have to pay more attention to. Right. And so then all of a sudden, when I got the results from my physical this past January... Well, wait a second. Wasn't there another PSA uh, after that 4 and before yeah, that? Yeah, I think then it was another one that went like 4.4 or something in a couple of years. And wasn't there a PSA that. 6, something like that also? Yeah, I believe there was. That could have been like maybe, you know, three years ago or something. Right. You okay, know, I just, so... I just managed... I was just fumbling around through my records and I came across this one from 2014 that said 3.7 and you know these printouts say in range out of range in range out of range for all these various things that they search for okay but anyway nevertheless you went your PSA went from three and something to four and something and next thing you know months ago your PSA had jumped to more than 50 right right 56 and what do you do about that well, he called me in to go over it with it, and he said there could be a couple of things going on here. This could be what they call a false positive, or uh, he said maybe you have an infection running around in your body that could have settled in your fi- prostate and could be throwing this number off. So we did another blood work, and four days later went from 56 to 62. Okay, what did you do so with that? That's when he indicated to me, he said, I think this is a real number. And so he said, do you have a urologist? And I said, no, I really don't. And I said, uh, my wife had one from several years back, and uh, she claimed that, you know, be a good guy. And so um, he gave me the number. And I guess because of the medical system today, you have to work with what's known as referrals. Not necessarily. I would just tell you just as a point. So yeah. people, listeners don't get deterred. If a person wants to come here, they can just call and make a date. You don't need Dr. X to say, hey, I'm going to get a referral to you. No, patients come on their own to us. I just want to make that point. Well, I couldn't get a uh, urologist here in my area. Nobody was calling me back. And I called my doctor and he said, well, let me try again. So finally... Um, when I would go on my Saturday afternoon errands, grocery store, the whatever, the hardware store, whatever I had to do, I would be always listening to your radio show. How long have you been listening? For how long? Oh, God. It's probably five years or so. I so don't you, know had some, you, had, you had some knowledge of cancer issues because you were listening, right? 
Oh, sure. And I figured, well, someday I might need to know some of this stuff. Okay. And it sounded better than listening to some of the other stuff on the radio that you don't care about. Do you think so, that uh, listeners save lives? Well, absolutely. And okay. well, so when no one was calling me back, so I took a flyer one day and picked up the phone and called your office. Okay. And I said, I'd like to get an appointment with Dr. Lederman. And I can't remember uh, which of the people I talked to. And um, and she said, well, our first opening is such and such, like um, January something or other. And this was, you know, it was almost like the first week of February, I think. And I said, geez, well, now it's only January 20th. I said, I'd really like to get to see someone. She said, this is the best available opportunity we have. I said, well, I guess I'll take it. About three hours later, I, I called the office back and I said, do you have any cancellations from time to time? And she said, yes, but not very often. And I said, I, did I just speak to you? And she said, yeah. And so she, I said, could you make a special note if somebody does call and cancel, if there's a way that you could let me know if that space is available and I'll grab it? And she said, sure. So about two days later, all of a sudden the phone rang, and she said, this is so-and-so from Dr. Lederman's office. She can you be here at 11 o'clock uh, tomorrow morning? And I said, absolutely. And everything worked out. And One thing it, I should just tell you, another point for you and for everybody else, and yep. you kind of know me now, but if someone needs to contact me or if you need an urgent appointment, either you call me directly and you ask to speak to Dr. Lederman or you send an email, and I said earlier about take a paper and pencil. My email is gill at rsny.org, and you'll probably get an answer pretty quickly. Don't you think I give answers pretty quickly by email? Oh, you're, you're incredible. Okay. You know, but at that time, I was the new kid on the block, and right, I didn't were new. know how, it, and I didn't know how this was functioning. And okay, so, so we met. Of, so you come in, yeah. and we met. And what happened then? Um, you gave me an examination, and um, you know, gave me a couple of you know thoughts. And uh, before the examination was even over, you had called a uh, urologist. And um, he said, you basically said, put on your clothes. Here's his address. Get over there. When you're done with him, you come right back to me. And I said, mm-hmm. here I'm getting a re- – I haven't been able to get a hold of a urologist for weeks and weeks and weeks. Now I've get one in 20 minutes. And, um, you know, and I said, boy, <laughs> the system is actually working for me. And so I did that, and I came back to you, and you promptly said, uh, here's a series of what we need to do. And that's when you set up um, the pelvic scan, the pelvic MRI, the whole body scan, and I was going up to... So within a few minutes, yeah. you had arranged a biopsy with a, one of the top urologists in town and right. a bone scan and a pelvic MRI at the top radiology center in town. This was all within minutes, right? Absolutely. I okay. mean, it was it was moving so fast, I, I, I almost had trouble trying to digest it in my mind. And we did one more thing at that day, I believe, and that was we repeated the PSA, correct? Yeah, you did. And then uh, my PSA that you ca- that came, uh, I think, on your initial blood drawing was n- 96.3. Right. So it was skyrocketing like crazy, and yeah. I took action within minutes. So tell us what happened. Uh, first of all, tell us what happened with the those tests and your thoughts about that experience and the tests. Well, you know, I, um, you know, is, you know, I'm not used to that kind of thing. You know, of, of you know having body scans and people, 
you know, poking needles in you. And and one of the things I had to go and walk around Manhattan for two hours because this stuff had to get into my system. For well, that was a bone scan, but uh, yeah. but I mean that's normal. A bone scan is an injection yeah. material that goes to your bones. We want to see if the cancers travel to the bones because when a PSA right. is ninety, it means that the cancer can be anywhere. So it's so important to get tests to see if the cancers traveled or not. Yeah, and I, um, I, you know, you put together the whole package for me, and was the needle p- painful to have the bone scan injection in the vein? Was it? No, no, it wasn't. But you know, um, you know, not at all. There was no really pain involved. Was there any it, pain whatsoever in any of the experiences you had in our office? Oh, none, that... nothing, nothing. Okay, so within a short period of time, you got all the answers you needed to take action, right? Sure. And what were those I answers? Would... Do you remember what they were? Well, I don't, um, I don't recall everything like, you know, cause things, things were happening at an unnatural rate, which I was good. I was really glad, you know, the well, way but, it was. but you remember you had a biopsy of the prostate. You remember what that showed, right? Yes. Um, and the urologist who did the work, I was, let's see, I could even tell you when I had that. What's well, not so important is tell us the experience. Yeah. So the experience, yeah. you had a prostate biopsy. What was good, bad, and something you'd want well, to talk about um, the biopsy? He said he said it happened at like uh, 12 noon around February 12th, and he called me at 6.30 the morning on February 13th and said, Stephen, uh, you have the biopsies, all eight samples or whatever came back as cancer and his first recommendation was get over to see Dr. Lederman and work out a program to get this out of your body. Okay, but we already actually had taken action to find out where the cancer yeah. was even before right. because we knew about that. And do you do you want to comment on what the MRI showed? And I told you about the bone scan was negative, but the MRI right. did show some cancer in the lymph nodes, right? Right. Okay, so you started a pro... What were your feelings about being diagnosed with prostate cancer after seeing the other doctors over those years? Well, it was sort of an eye-opener, you know. I mean, it, you, first of all, you, you you didn't really know what to think. I really didn't know what to think. I mean, that's the last thing when you go through life is say, geez, I wonder what year I'm going to get cancer. You know, you know, you just all of this stuff. And I was so thankful that all these things were coming together and I was going to get on a program to get this out of my body. All right, so you got you decided to stick with us, right? You could have gone right. anywhere you wanted. Why did you stick right. with us and not go to 50 other hospitals between here and Connecticut? Well, I felt that I could start to get treatment pretty quick. Was it only that? Was it only convenience yeah. or was it Well, no, it actually wasn't very convenient cuz you're you were driving you were taking the train in every day, right? It was yes. 50 or 100 miles every day. Right. But I had done that for most of my life anyways, you know. Um, so why did you stay course. here and not go to XYZ Famous Hospital? Well, I because I'm a listener of the show. And um, I figured that, you know, it would work out for me if it would work out for so many others. All right. So you put your hopes and life in our hands in a way, right? Yeah, that is absolutely correct. And you had the treatment, and tell us yeah. about the treatment. What you experienced during the treatment, and what you well, felt. when I f- finished up uh, with you, and you did some final exam work on me, and so forth, and then you turned me over to one of your team members who did a phenomenal job, 
And um, they started my scheduling. They said, well. Well, what uh, is that? Team members. I've I've always been your doctor. So the other team members are physicists and dosimetrists and technicians who help me. Right. Who actually perform. Give the treatment. Yeah, they give the treatment every day. And so I think my first treatment was Thursday, February 20th at 12.15, and that was my schedule for the first 25 days. All right, so you had a series of treatments, and after a period, what did you feel during the treatments? Nothing. Did you have pain, suffering, bleeding, torture? Nothing. Okay, so you were feeling okay during the treatment, but you were commuting every day, right? Yes. And... So you felt nothing. You had no side effects. No. And then within a short period of time, you got a new PSA, right? Yeah. I think I remember seeing you in the hallway once, you know, and I was, you know, uh, I I said, can I see you? And you said, yeah, when you finish your treatment, have one of the people from, you know, the the uh, the do the treatments put you in one of the rooms with your record right because i always like privacy to talk to patients about sure private yeah. issues so um and i asked you i said now today was my 13th treatment out of the out of the first 25 and i had asked you i said is there any way i could find out what kind of progress we're making here and you said, well, go ahead and get a hold of Marilyn, and we'll draw some more blood. And uh, he said, and I'll have an answer for you on Friday. And so you came back Friday, and you said, I got it right here. When you're done, we'll go and talk. And I believe it, uh, it was um, 6.38. So your PSA went from... More than 90 down to 6 within a few weeks, yeah. right? And I think you even said to me one time, because it was about three or four weeks before I could actually get on the schedule and get the treatments rolling. And um, and you, I said, where do you suppose I was? And you said, probably well into the hundreds by then, you know, probably easy like one. Right, because I offered, it wasn't actually weeks and weeks, because you just told me the dates. It was like two weeks, but you waited for the biopsy and then the scans, and we needed yeah. those two. But, but you... You were offered to get another PSA, and you declined that because you were just fearful of getting another number, right? Yeah, yeah I did. Um, and when I went to the urologist, the first thing he did was draw some more blood. So, And I don't recall actually getting that number. Maybe I did, but it's... All right, so you had the treatment, and your PSA has now gone from 95 to 6. And what happened since then? And then um, that's it. Uh, you know, then after my first 25... Then I had an additional 14 treatments, and then you scheduled me for an additional 25 treatments to clear the cancer out of the lymph nodes. Right. So you had a series of treatments, and you came from Connecticut. And Did you have any pain or suffering during any of those treatments? Absolutely not. So you were feeling pretty well and ambulatory. You are walking around and carrying on most of your activities, right? And Yeah. For, yeah. And then what? you had another PSA done, right? Well, I um, I am on Lipitor for cholesterol. Right. You know, and um, every four months I would go see my doctor and um, you know and get a you know get the uh, the the rating for my high cholesterol level, which the Lipitor has done marvelous things to keep it under control and reduce it significantly. And so while I was there, and that was the end of this July, actually, and so. Um, I said, as long as I'm here, you know, why don't you just run the regular blood test you would as if I was here for a physical instead of concentrating just on 
my cholesterol level. And he said, do you want to do the PSA? And I said, absolutely. So four days later, um, he said to me, he says, come on over. I'll go over it with you, which is his standard procedure. And he said, I think you'll be pretty happy with this number. He said, your cholesterol is great, but he said, I think you'll be happier with this number. And it was 0.13. So your PSA went down to 0.13 from almost 100, right? Yes. And what did you think about that? Uh, I I don't know. You know, it was an incredible number. I mean. Uh, All right. So So you're in remission, and it's now months later, and you've been commuting between Connecticut and Michigan and you have a garden and you're gardening and you're painting and you're barbecuing and you're having a bottle of wine once in a while and you're enjoying life with your wife, right? All those things. Yes, all the above. And how do you feel now after the treatment is done and your PSA most recently has been zero and um, how do you feel? I feel pretty good, actually. Any regrets? You know, a heck of a lot better than I did in January. Any regrets? No, zero. So and you get, you I'm getting your life back. The, yeah, I think I think everything is working out pretty good. And people I know that knew I had the treatments, and they knew where I had the treatments, and I told them, I said, you, if you ever have a feeling that any of this cancer is somewhere in your body, uh, I would suggest um, you go down to talk to Dr. Lederman. Any negatives? Any any regrets about anything that transpired between that first nothing. meeting and today? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely and you, nothing. And you've already said advice you give other cancer patients. Any other thoughts you can think of? Not really. I mean, I'm just so thankful for what you were able to get accomplished when, um, you know, you hear stories of people that go in for prostate surgery And I had a friend of mine that went in for prostate surgery, and a year later he wasn't feeling too well, and then they did some tests and said, well, I guess we didn't get all the cancer out. And just like you say, and then they put you on chemo, you know, and and so it, uh, uh, you know, it just didn't work out for him, but he, he survived, but he had to go through surgery after surgery after surgery, and... You know, as I see it, a lot of that stuff could have certainly been eliminated if he would have come to see you. All right. Any last thoughts before we uh, give the airways back to our? No, no. I think it's. Uh, I I think you do a wonderful job, and um, I uh, recommend it to anybody I run into that volunteers their health situation to me. All right. God bless you, and thank you. Okay. You should live thank to you, Doctor. One hundred and twenty years old in good health. Oh, well, you'll find out on Wednesday, I guess, right? Thank you, and God bless you. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. Bye. We'll be right back. When Dr. Lederman came to New York from Harvard, 97% of women in New York were losing their breasts as breast cancer treatment, but 90% of Dr. Lederman's patients with breast cancer were keeping their breasts. Dr. Lederman, an outspoken advocate of breast-saving therapy, educated women about choices. To arm every woman about breast cancer, choices, breast-saving whenever possible and desired. When every hospital thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Innovative Dr. Lederman first brought brain radiosurgery to New York and body radiosurgery to America. 
Meet Dr. Lederman, breast conserving therapy over decades. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices. 212 Choices about breast cancer treatment. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. For a fresh second opinion, call Dr. Lederman. Breast cancer treatment, call 212 Choices. 212 Choices. Call Dr. Lederman today. 212 Choices. It's Dr. Lederman speaking with Lauren about lung cancer. You were seen by a pulmonary doctor who was insistent that they open up your chest. Yes, absolutely. And they sent you to the lung surgeon, and they were insistent on cutting on you, right? Absolutely, and would not accept me as a patient if I didn't do that. You're a nurse. You've worked at some of the biggest hospitals, and you just didn't want your lung and chest opened up and your lung thrown into the garbage can, right? The bucket. (laughs) Why? Because I... At the Super Duper Pooper, I saw what happened. And what did you see with Dr. Lederman? The team and the treatment, it's perfect. You had the treatment and that cancer's gone away, right? It has. What would you tell someone who's got cancer? Make your first stop, Dr. Lederman. For more information, call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 1384 Broadway at 38th. We accept most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid. Call 212 Choices for more information. Thousands treated over decades. Welcome back to the Radio Surgery Hour. This is Rob Redstone here with Dr. Gil Lederman at the WOR Studios in the heart of New York City. We're just a few steps from the Radio Surgery New York Cancer Treatment Center on Broadway and 38th Street. Dr. Lederman, the leading cancer expert, treats prostate cancer non-invasively. He was the first in New York with fractionated brain radio surgery, and he's the first in America and in the Western Hemisphere with body radio surgery. You can also call Dr. Lederman at 212 Choices for a free informative booklet and DVD. Hey, Dr. Lederman, we're back. We're back. I want to talk about a woman who's 71 years old. She's divorced. She has two children. She works in real estate. She had abnormalities in her lung over years. She had scans, and she was seen by a pulmonary doctor. A pulmonary doctor saw a 2.7-centimeter mass. That's more than an inch in the right lung. She had a PET scan. PET scan showed a positivity consistent with cancer. She was sent to a surgeon to have surgery to remove that part of the lung. She came to me because she just did not want to have surgery. She didn't want to have a lung removed, a part of the lung removed, to be in the hospital on a ventilator, a chest tube, recovery. She saw pulmonary doctors and surgeons. They told her 99% chance this was cancer and recommended to open up and take out that lung or part of the lung. She's an ex-smoker. She's 71. She quit smoking at 61. Her weight... Went down a little bit from 128 to 121. She's five feet. She had a cough. And I saw her, and when I saw her, she was in pretty good shape, but she had some shortness of breath and a cough. She's a smoker, and she had the mass in the lung, and she was adamant that she didn't want anyone opening up her chest. She was adamant she didn't want to lose her lung or part of her lung. She was adamant that she wanted non-invasive treatment, and she came here. And one more thing I didn't tell you, and that is she came to me three years ago with this lung cancer. And we talked about all the options, just like we do for everyone. We know that chemotherapy by itself doesn't cure anyone with lung cancer. Surgery, she already saw the surgeon who wanted to remove that uh, of her body, and she just did not want to go through radical surgery. She didn't want to be in a hospital or a ventilator or a chest tube or have her lung in a bucket where she couldn't breathe anymore. 
She knows that God gave her lungs to breathe, and if she had her lung in a bucket, she couldn't use it to breathe. We need our lungs to get oxygen. And she came to me three years ago, and she chose our treatment, and she's done great. And she came this week doing great in remission, no evidence of cancer. She had our invisible beams of radiosurgery, non-invasive treatment, pinpoint treatment, and we were able to obliterate that cancer. She'd been cancer-free with no surgery, no cutting, no bleeding, no chemo. And she's very happy. She came in, got her treatment, just a few treatments. And this is the work that we do every day at 1384 Broadway. And we have lots of information to send you. We have a booklet and DVD. There's no charge. There's no obligation. We have all kinds of booklets. You can either call our office at 212-CHOICES or you can come in and pick up information. And many people do come in to 1384 Broadway and pick up all the information. We have booklets about brain tumors and lung cancers and prostate cancers and breast cancers and DVDs and the history of radiosurgery and the art of radiosurgery. And you're welcome to take a package for yourself or for your loved ones or for your neighbor, someone who may need it. So come into 1384 Broadway. We accept most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid. And for the package, of course, there's no cost. You can call us at 2 and 2 Choices. Just like Steve described, you can get an appointment. If you have trouble, you call me or call me directly or email me. My email is gil, G-I-L, at rsny.org. I want to take a minute to introduce myself because there's a lot of people talking on the radio or television or in life and often you don't know who the heck you're talking to. My name is Dr. Gil Lederman. I'm a cancer doctor. I was born and raised in Waterloo, Iowa. I went to public school. I went to university, medical school, MD at 25. Dr. Lederman, just like my brother Ted and my son Ariel, Dr. Ariel Lederman, MD, three Dr. Ledermans, all MDs, real doctors at 25. Ariel Lederman is working here at 1384 Broadway, fantastic doctor, wonderful doctor, thoughtful doctor, caring doctor. His patients love him, and, well, they're lucky to have such a great doctor, thoughtful doctor. And I went on to the University of Chicago and Michael Reese and trained in internal medicine, board certified in Harvard Medical School and medical oncology, took care of cancer patients there for six years and trained there, board certified, and went on Harvard Medical School and Joint Center, board certified, three more years, triple board certified, the only Harvard-trained, triple board certified radiation cancer doctor in New York, one of the few in the world here for you. If you have a cancer question, if you have a suspicion of cancer, if you have a real cancer, if you were just diagnosed, like Steve, or if you've been going through treatment, surgery, and chemo, and radiation, it's not working, and you're in pain, and you're in suffering, and you can't take the treatments, and you can't take the results, and the results are not good, you may wish to get a fresh second opinion. That's why people come here. 1384 Broadway, our number is 212-CHOICES. And by the way, I want to tell you one more thing, and that is that we are live on the radio from now till 2, and then from 3 to 4, and 5 to 6 today, and then overnight from 12.30 to 2, and 3 to 4 a.m., and then tomorrow, Sunday, we'll be on from 11 to 12 noon, and 1 to 2 p.m., and 3 to 4 p.m. So again, today we'll be on from now till 2, 3 to 4, 5 to 6, overnight from 12.30 to 2, 3 to 4, overnight, and then tomorrow, Sunday, from 11 to 12, noon, and then from 1 to 2, 
and then from 3 to 4 p.m. Those are our schedules. My name is Dr. Lederman. You can tune in. And if you want to find me, you can call me. Our office is 2 and 2 Choices. You can email me. And we always try to answer your questions, but it's best to meet in person to discuss all issues. We're talking about a man who's 68 years old from South America. He's from Peru. He's sent here by one of the biggest doctors in town because he knows that our results are better than elsewhere and better than surgery. This is a 68-year-old man from Peru. He's a Hispanic man. He came with his girlfriend. He has four children. He was seen by a urologist for frequent urination. He had a PSA 17 biopsy showed Gleason 7 cancer, so his PSA was very high. He had a very big prostate, and he had a Gleason 7. Gleason is referring to the aggression of the cancer under the microscope. And with all those negatives, high PSA and high Gleason score and multiple cores positive, he came to us, and we staged him up and offered him treatment. And he had treatment two years ago, and he is cancer-free, in remission, doing well, and this is the work that we do every day. We also saw a musician, 73 years old. He's a black man from Alabama, and I say that because in the black community, the death rate is much higher. We take care of men of all races and religions and creeds and colors. Well, he came to us with an aggressive Gleason 7 also, and he's a singer-musician. He's actually sung songs that we play on the radio show. Uh, And well, he came with his Gleason 7 cancer, and he knows with us... Success rate's 90% for Gleason 7. With surgery, it's 60%, so it's 50% better. And he came to us for five reasons, like men with prostate cancer do. Number one is to get the best results. Number two is to avoid radical and robotic surgery. Number three is to keep the sexual life whenever possible, the urinary life whenever possible, and to avoid the penis shortening of radical surgery. So there's lots of reasons why men and their loved ones with prostate prostate cancer come here for treatment this is the work that we do every day at 1384 broadway broadway and 38th street in the heart of new york city we're talking about a lovely woman 61 years old she is a school teacher very thoughtful kind and sweet she comes with her husband she had an ovarian cancer she had cancer in the omentum and it progressed in the liver she came to me with a 16 centimeter mass like a melon in her liver and she had had chemo, it didn't work. She had carboplatinum and taxol and surgery, it didn't work. And her chemo doctors at this big place gave her up to die. And, well, she came to me, and she came to me more than a year ago with a 16-centimeter mass of ovarian cancer. And, yes, we treat ovarian cancer and many other cancers. We treated her non-invasively with no cutting, no bleeding. And this mass and the pain in remission, doing well. And this is the work we do when her chemo doctor sent her home to die. She came with a massive cancer. We offered treatment. We offered her all the options. She chose our treatment. No cutting, no bleeding, invisible beams, now in remission. We have a special caller now to talk about Radio Surgeon New York, Ted and his story. And we have Ted on the line. So how are you, Ted? All right, Doc, this is Ted from Staten Island. I was a patient Ted from Staten Island. I know who Ted is, but why don't you tell yeah. the listeners? I know who you are, but why don't you tell people who you are? Yeah, I'm angry, Ted, because I was told by my surgeon after we took my prostate out, or before, I should say, never that my penis was going to get shortened. Did I your penis get shorter? And yes, it did, yes. Yes. And uh, then the urinary problem, naturally, uh, you can't get 
can't get a, uh, an erection. Perhaps one one hundred and ten percent, and and then lo and behold, four years later, it comes back. Right. I mean, so where did it get me? And I didn't know you at the time. But I listened to you at the radio. It got you nowhere because you got four strikes. Your cancer came back after radical surgery. The penis got shortened. The erections lost and urinary control is lost. So that's what I'm talking about every day. But lucky for you, you have one good point, which you haven't discussed yet. Well, the cancer is gone. Well, you came here. Remember, you had the radical surgery. Your PSA was going up, which means the cancer was left behind. So actually, with all those side effects, the surgeon left your cancer behind, right? Exactly. This is what I want to say. I went to two doctors before you. I came to you. And not one of them did what you did. You sent me for nuclear bone scan, PET scan, and you said you wanted to know if the cancer traveled anywhere else in my body. And right. then they wanted to give me regular uh, general radiation. Then they said right. five or ten years later I had barrel problems, this, that, and everything else. When I came to you, you, you set me up with all that. Within within seven days I was getting my treatments, and uh, it was the greatest thing. I had fun there. The people were great. I used to get there at 7 o'clock in the morning. I think you were there at 6.30. I I believe you were the first one. Yeah, because I had to work every day, plowed snow and everything else. Never had symptoms. No hair loss, no sickness, no nothing. It was. I wish I would have known, like Curtis Lee always says, before we would have came to you because it's it's just uh, one big mess. Then I'm going to say something else. This, this, This is important. I had a growth on my shoulder. You were on your way back from Chicago on an airplane. I sent you the picture. That evening, you set me up with a blood test. The next day, a biopsy, all within 12 hours. A few days later, you call me up and say, everything's fine. Uh, it's not cancer. This is what people don't understand, how far you go. You're on an airplane coming back from Chicago dealing with me. Nobody does that. Nobody does Well, that. you deserve it, and every patient deserves it. I'm here, you know, nights and weekends responding to my patients, so I appreciate what you say. And if Earlier in the show, I talked about a woman who had breast cancer. They were going to cut off her breast without doing the scans of her body. We did the scan of her body. We found the cancer was already traveled to the rib. Removing her breast would have been just distorting, disfiguring, and totally unnecessary. And yet that was going to go on at one of the biggest hospitals in New York now, this year. Yeah, I heard you, I heard you talking about that. Well, you know what? And then, you know, my little wife, she opted to go with the uh, cancer surgery of the lung. And now she is a little angry that she didn't stay with you and go with you because they cracked the rib, put the tube in. Her breathing isn't right. You know, it's it's not the same as your treatment would be. We talk about the yeah, fact exactly. that when they remove the lung, you you need your lung to breathe. She's Absolutely. a beautiful woman. You're a lucky man to have yeah. such a beautiful wife. Yeah, thank you. And you're healthy. Thank you, and God bless you. And thank you for everything, all right? Okay, God right. bless Take you. Care. Bye now. Let's learn from Ted. He had surgery for the prostate cancer. With surgery, he lost his erections. He lost his sexual function. He lost control of his urine and the cancer came back. Lucky for him, he learned about Dr. Lederman and Radio Surgery New York, and he had our treatment after radical robotic surgery of the prostate failed. He came to us, he had non-invasive treatment, and he's now in remission, PSA zero, doing great.
thanks for tuning in to the Radio Surgery Hour with Dr. Gil Lederman and myself. If you have questions before next week's show or want a free informative booklet and DVD, just contact Dr. Lederman at 212-CHOICES. That's 212-246-4237. That's 212-246-4237. For cancer treatment, most prefer effective, non-invasive, well-tolerated outpatient therapy. That's Dr. Lederman, the radiosurgery pioneer's goal, too. Dr. Lederman is first in America, first in New York, first for you with body radiosurgery. Dr. Lederman hits your cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. Dr. Lederman has decades of experience with primary and metastatic large or small cancers from head to toe. Cancer treatment with possibly a second chance for you, even if... Chemo, radiation, or surgery didn't work or isn't tolerated. Goals are your best results and quality of life. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit the cancer. He's New York's only Harvard-trained, triple-board-certified radiation oncologist. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES, to meet Dr. Lederman for a fresh second opinion. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Free booklet DVD, too. Super convenient. Broadway and 38th in Manhattan. Meet Dr. Lederman to hit your cancer. Call 212-CHOICES, 212-CHOICES. Hats off to President Carter, cancer-free after radio surgery. Why would a president choose radio surgery? For the same reasons as you. Non-invasive, outpatient, highly successful treatment that hits the cancer. When every hospital, every facility, every doctor thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Dr. Lederman, first with body radiosurgery in America. Dr. Lederman hits the cancer with no cutting, no bleeding. That's radiosurgery. We hit the cancer, brain, body, or prostate. Longest experience in America performing body radiosurgery. Best wishes to President Carter. You, too, can have presidential cancer treatment at Radio Surgery New York, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Accepting most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid. For a free booklet DVD, call us, 212 Choices. Presidential cancer treatment for you. Meet Dr. Lederman. Call 212 Choices, 212 Choices. This has been a podcast from WOR. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.